everybody, welcome to Unscripted Unlimited here on the Everything Unscripted Podcast Network. I, of course, am your host for the show, Doug Hummer. And joining me tonight, as always, Eric is here. What's up? And then joining us again, representing the wrestling outlet, Foxman's here. That's right. What is going on, everybody? Nothing much. Glad to, glad to have you aboard again. Uh, oh, thank you, thank you. And tonight's episode is another uh, show that Boxman happens to be a, an expert in, and that's <laughs> Law and Order. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> well, to be honest with you, I haven't watched like an episode of the regular Law and Order in so long that uh, when Eric said he wanted to do this, I, I remember thinking, I'm like, oh, he better ask Boxman to help out. Well, I mean, I'll, I'll be honest. I haven't watched one in a while either. And I'll tell you the truth. I'm actually finishing uh, Night Court. I have about eight, 10 episodes left. So I told you once I started watching it, I wasn't going to be able to finish. But um, it, uh, I used to watch it on TNT when they would do the reruns a lot. Yeah. 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 And I mean, they, I've been watching I, reruns the last couple of weeks. Yeah. TNT and Ion would rerun this show like religiously holy shit every fucking day oh yeah i'll I'll tell you about about the show like i remember it because i kind of watched it because my grandparents were big into like the cop shows and and i spent a lot of time with my grandparents when i was a kid actually probably up until you know my 20s when they passed away uh you know my my mom's parents uh and you know boxman i used to talk about my grandfather on uh, tht all the time right uh so like i you know I, pretty much whatever he watched i usually just watched with him and grandma because you know it's their house their tv and you take the remote they'll, they'll hit you uh <laughs> so like um like and law and order was one of the shows they like to watch and they also like to watch it, they like to watch SVU too, but they never like Criminal Intent. Yeah, I wasn't a big fan of that one either. See, I I only liked it with Vincent D'Onofrio. Yeah, I mean, I know he was kind of like an idiot savant in that, where you know he was kind of a dumbass, but somehow he geniusly solved the case. But Vincent D'Onofrio was like a fucking a, a, a mecca. He was a good character. Uh, he's he's a yeah. great character, he's a great actor is what he is. Think about all the parts yeah. he's played. The guy can play anything. I mean, Gomer Pyle when he played Pyle in um in Full Metal Jacket, and then you know you see him as the weird alien dude in Men in Black. It's like the guy can do anything. Yeah, and uh, he was also uh, Bruce Willis's brother in uh, the Death Wish remake. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He's just which awesome. I love. I-, I love that movie. Yeah, yeah, and he was in uh, that. What was it? Escape Plan with uh, Schwarzenegger and uh, Stallone, and he just shows up in any anything he shows up in. You're like, oh, Vincent D'Onofrio. It's got to be a decent movie at least. Yeah. So like, so yeah. So I wasn't really a fan. Like, oh, actually, no. I should say I did like Criminal Intent, but like, it was always. But I always had to watch that, like, by myself because, again, uh, my grandparents weren't really fans of it. But they liked the original, and they liked uh, they liked Special Victims Unit. 
But it seemed like they kind of got out of the original once uh, Jerry uh, Orbach or Orbach or however you spell his last name was once he passed. Yeah, he yeah. was. Oh, uh, he was a legend. He was, yeah. man. He was perfect for this show. Most people obviously know him yep. as the dad in Dirty Dancing. Yeah. But I loved I loved him in this show. I thought it, it, him and especially with uh, when he was with Ed Green, uh, what was it, Jesse? Oh, Martin. That Jesse, was the best. Jesse Martin. Yeah, yeah yep. those were the two. That pairing was, was the best. Yep. That pairing was the best. I just say the other one, the one before Ed Green wasn't good, because he was good too. Yeah, yeah. And there, there's another pairing I'm sure we'll get to later down the road that I enjoyed too, but uh, I won't mention it now, I guess. With uh, Chris, um, yeah. what's his name? Chris um, Nolan. No. Or whatever, however you say it. No, I like uh, Anthony An- Anthony Anderson and the other guy, right? Or, yeah, Jeremy, was it Jeremy Sasso or something? Or Jeremy? Sisto, yeah. I think. Yeah, that he, was was, another he was great there. too. I watched during that. I haven't watched the new up re- reboot or upboot, whatever they're calling it now. I haven't watched any of that. But it, it, I, I like, I still like it, yeah. Hmm. It's not the same, but it's still pretty good. Right. It's never the same. <laughs> it's never the same. <laughs> None of these reboots are ever the same, man. I can tell you that. At least yeah. Jack McCoy is still there. He's the only one that's yeah. still there. Yeah, I saw they brought him back. That's that's a good thing because I like that, yep. dude. And we'll get to him later. Sam, uh, I, I Sam, Sam Waterston, the uh, the uh, executive uh, ADA. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he was one of the better he's, characters. He's, he's, he's another good actor that uh, is good in whatever he's in. I remember the first time I actually saw him. Do you guys remember the movie Serial Mom with Kathleen Turner? No. I think so. All right. So it was this movie... She was Kathleen Turner basically played uh, a uh, a housewife, a suburban housewife, who uh, basically murdered anybody that pissed off her or her family. Okay. And uh, sounds like Sam fun. Waterston. Sam Waterston was her uh, was her husband, and uh, Matthew Lillard and Ricky Lake were her kids. <laughs> oh wow. Matthew Lillard, awesome. Yeah, that was actually '94, so that had to have been one of his uh, first movie roles. Matthew Lillard? Yeah, I think so. Don't forget, he was in Hackers. What year was Hackers? Uh, Hackers was what ninety? That was before that, right? I should know that because I reviewed Hackers, but my short-term memory is pretty scarred from weed. Uh, <laughs> so I don't know when Hackers was. Hackers might have been ninety. I think it might have been ninety-five. Actually, I'll take a peek while we're talking here. But yeah, no. So he was in that, and uh, that movie. Like, I remember when my parents uh, rented the movie, and it was like, because my dad was big on slasher movies and shit. So we got the movie, and I had no idea, like. It, because I was still at that age to where I had no idea what the fuck a serial killer even was. 
So when it said cereal mom, I'm thinking that it's going to be about like breakfast cereal or some shit. <laughs> Box, I was oh. a stupid boy. Uh, <laughs> and like, but then like we saw this movie and I see her killing all these people. And then my dad explained to me, she goes, no, she's a serial killer. And I go, what the fuck does that even mean? You know, she, she kills a bunch of people and she killed like six people in the movie. Uh, and, but yeah, that was the first time I had ever seen Sam, uh, Waterston and I'm like, Oh, okay, cool. And then when I saw him in law and order, I'm like, ah, I know who that guy is. Hmm. Yeah. And hackers was 95. Okay. So yeah. So this, so serial mom might've been Matthew Lillard's first movie. I don't really know off the top of my head, but anyway, all right. So back to this, uh, Man, it never takes us that long to get off track. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so this, and I find, uh, like, I'm looking at the uh, cast of characters on here, and, I, you know, the first name that kind of jumps off to me is uh, Dan, Flora, Dan Florek, who, uh, or Florek, who played, uh, you know, Don Cragen. Because everybody remembers yep. him in, uh, you know, as the captain for SVU. But obviously, yeah, you know, he started in Law and Order. Yeah. Well, oh, which makes sense since SVU is a spinoff. Yep. He was also in one episode of NYPD Blue. He played a pervert. Oh, yeah, that's so, right. Yeah, he did. I find that hard to believe. I just <laughs> thought I'd throw that out there. He did. He played a, a, a pretty much a pervert guy who was um, two girls got killed. They were strippers, and he was their friend, air quote, and uh, he was a, a creepy dude that had names for breasts. He, he, he called one set Cocker Spaniel Breasts. But, yes, he was in one episode. I can't remember that. Uh, you remember what season? <sighs> had to be Naomi. Had to be one of the earlier seasons, right? No, because it, he was he was looking at Naomi, who was only on there in season six. Let's see, Bobby died in season six, came in in season two. Had yeah. to be season four, possibly five. Okay. Yeah, yeah, because Bobby was still there. I, it was probably season five, actually, early season five. Is NYPD Blue still on Hula? Hulu? Still on Hulu, and I think now it's even on uh, Prime. Oh, nice. Still on Hulu for now, yes. And if you're o- overseas, it's on uh, Disney Plus. Oh. oh you Great. Think I'm Disney waiting for Plus, them to you think NYPD Blue. That's what I was saying, but that was a pivotal show, man, To for for this. Yes, it was. Yeah, so, I mean. My it was thing before, was, and before Law and Order, right? No. Or during Law and Order. When did Law and Order start? Law and Order started in 89. All right. There you go. No, this oh. was way... Uh. No, uh, NYPD Blue started in 93. Same year as Raw. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. <laughs> so there you go. That's when that started. But anyway, I think Doug was on a roll there, so let's let him finish there. All right. So, but yeah, like I, you know, Dan Flora, he's the first name because... I was always a fan, you know, I always liked Captain Craig in character, obviously, because I watched a lot of episodes of uh, SVU, because I think from, like, season 
from the first season of SVU till probably about, I think, season, uh, I want to say eight or nine, like I would, uh, you know, watch the show every Tuesday night when it was on. If I wasn't home, like if I was at work, somebody would tape it for me, even though it was on the same time as the WWE CW, but this kind of came first because the WWE ZCW sucked. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, I remember when it was on Tuesday. Yeah, so like I would always watch it, but then like season nine happened, or, or like when season nine started, or after or it was done, or whatever. I was like, I just kind of fell out of touch with it. But like with Craig and because I always remember him as kind of like the father figure, so but I don't really remember him much from the early seasons of Law and Order. Yeah, me neither. Uh, but I'll tell you, a guy I do remember, uh, he's also on here, is Chris Notes, who uh, played yep. uh, Detective Logan. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. But I remember he... mostly from Criminal Intent. Right, he moved over to Criminal yeah. Intent for a while. Before. Yeah, exactly. And he he was on some other show recently before they kicked him off for some Me Too thing. But uh, yeah, yeah. He he was partners with Lenny for one season, I think, and then the detective forgot his name came. Yeah, and another one in the first season that always sticks out to me was uh, we saw Paulie. Paul Savino, the guy who played Polly in uh, Goodfellas, he was in there. As a, yeah. I think he was a sergeant. Was he a sergeant? Yes, Sergeant Phil I so, yeah. I knew he was Coretta, a he was his partner. The hell you want to... I, I, he's just always Polly to me. Polly. It's Polly. Yeah, he, yeah, he got shot, and then I think he, that was the last time we saw him. Wow. That's crazy, man. Thanks. I think that's when Lenny came. Okay. Yeah, you're right. You're right. That's exactly what it was. Man. Remembering this show is amazing. Yeah. And, uh, I didn't really watch the early other... seasons, but... Yeah. I mean, well, so did I. I remember, like, the detective I always remember from the episodes that I watched, again, you know, with my grandparents... It was always uh, Briscoe and uh, what's my call it uh, and uh, Briscoe and Green. Green. Yeah. Yep. Okay. It was uh, always Briscoe and Green, and obviously McCoy of uh, and the blonde chick. Either was either like the ADA was either uh, Kincaid or Carmichael. Okay. See, I, I I even like Benjamin Brad on this show. He yeah. he was good. He, see, I've seen a few episodes with him too. I liked him mainly because I like the actor. Right. Uh, and I I remember like there was an episode of I don't know if you guys know he is who he is or not. He's a comedian, Larry Miller. Uh, mm-hmm. he's he's a uh, He's a bald guy of, if anybody's ever seen the uh, the movie Ten Things I Hate About You, he's the dad. Okay. 
Oh, this is the I, okay. Yeah, I know who this guy is. Yes, yes, yes. I know who you're talking about. And yes, that that's on Hulu too, by the way. Yeah. Uh, and by the way, ten things I hate about you. Like the only reason, like I know anything about this movie is because it's my sister's favorite movie, and I got stuck watching it watching it a lot. Uh, it's okay. It's okay. I like it too. Don't worry. But don't worry, Doug. Right. It's okay. Appreciate I like it, it too. It's. It's come on, it's a Heath Ledger movie. He's a good guy. You should watch it. Heath Ledger and Joseph Gordon Levitt. There you go. Exactly. And plus uh the one sister in there uh Bianca or played by uh Alyssa or Larissa Olnick uh yeah. who she is she's fucking hot. But anyway, uh <laughs> All right, so anyway, so Larry Miller, who played the dad in 10 Things I Hate About You, he was on this show, and one episode, his wife had died. And uh, they suspected him of the murder. But he was able to, you know, he was able to get out of it or whatever. They couldn't convict him. And then, but then, like, they had evidence that aired towards the end of the episode to where, like, the guy that did uh, kill his I, the guy that did kill his wife. He actually worked because this guy was actually a nightclub owner, a comedy club owner. Uh, hmm. So the guy that the guy that supposedly worked for, and I think this actually was a Benjamin Brad episode too. Okay. Yeah, man. There's. I mean, this show was on for twenty plus years. It's hard to. Yeah. Well, no, I, I don't remember what season it's in, but because I happen to be a fan of Larry Miller, because him and I have the same hairstyle. Uh, oh, okay, okay. So, like, it, I, I do kind of vividly remember this. So, anyway, so they couldn't catch him after the one episode. Well, in an episode that aired like a couple of years later, and Green might have been there. Uh, they, uh, the same guy, his his next wife was killed. Hmm. Ah. And so Briscoe noticed the pattern. Uh, Blame him. So then, like they, and I think they fi- they finally arrested the guy. I mean, it took him long enough, but. Well, you know. <laughs> Hard to wrap up a case in an hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, it was like it was an episode that aired in like a later, uh, like a later season. Because uh, they're like, oh yeah, you know, it, he he had another wife. He, he had a wife that died like two years ago, and then he remarried, and then she ended up dead. Hmm. Yeah, I remember that episode. Well, it had to be between season six and eight because I. Th- think Benjamin Bratt was only on for those three seasons. Yeah, it says... Do I have it here? It, it should be looking right No, it's Benjamin it. Bratt. Yeah, he was on there for three seasons, so... Yeah, it was six through nine. So I want to say that one of the episodes was, was him, and the other one may have been Green. Okay. Okay. So it could have been anywhere... Season nine through eight billion. 
it could have been – I think it was like season – it was either – like the first episode was like season – maybe like season seven, season eight or something like that, and then right when uh, Green took over. Because I'm trying to think yeah. if uh, – Because he, he left that after season nine. Yeah. Because he had to take care of his wife. Right. Now uh, – like uh, I'm trying to think. I had a train of thought here, but all right. So what I'm what I'm looking at here is that like originally when the concept was came up with in 1988, they were trying to sell the show to Fox. Hmm. Interesting. And then, is- but then uh, Dick Wolf didn't like the way it was. Uh, that Fox was going to use it or whatever. And uh, so they decided, or no, he originally toyed with the idea of calling it night and day. That was going to be the original. Oh. (laughs) That would have been horrible. I would never have watched one. And Dick Wolf was a genius. I mean, Dick Wolf was a great producer because he has like several, he has several shows now. Not several, but like nine shows. Yeah, he has Wednesday nights basically wrapped up. Yeah. Yeah, it's Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Yeah, he has FBI nice. on Tuesdays. Yep. Jesus. Everything. Yeah, he's great. <laughs> he is. He is. He's smart. Keep going, Doug. Now, Wait, you? Come on. Now... Like another thing I wanted to talk about here too is the fact that like how the show was kind of broke or broken up into parts. Like the first part was always about like solving the crime or whatever, or getting the suspect, and that would always be like Briscoe and whoever his partner was, or you know Dennis Farina's character when he came in, yep. uh, or you know Fontana and Green. Uh, solving a murder, you know, later on when it was Anthony Anderson and Jeremy Sisto. And then the second half of the episode w- would be the trial. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, like, you wouldn't see the detectives in the episode for, like, the second half hour. Yeah. Depending on the case, too. Yeah. But, uh, Eric, I, I'm going to throw it to you real quick. Like, what really drew you to the show? I guess because I, I I like these kind of shows, like mysteries and crime solving. Um, it, it, it just intrigues me. I like to I like to solve it in, in front in my head too. So it's like when. When I watch it, I like to solve it. Right. So you're always looking at, like, all right, it's got to be this guy that did it. Yeah. And sometimes I'm, sometimes, I mean, obviously I watch these episodes, so I already know who, rewatching these episodes lately, I kind of do the same thing. And then, then I remember, I, I've, like, last night I've remembered uh, some of these episodes I've been watching. Now I remember this episode, so. Now, Box, let me ask you, where does this, because I know you're a huge fan of cop shows. 
Yes. Because uh, we've talked about that for years. Even, you know, when we used to do the, the wrestling shows together, we were always talking about cop shows, and I think it drove Shaheen nuts. Uh, mm-hmm. I, which we, is why I talked about it even more after I figured that out. But please go ahead. Oh, no, trust, trust me. Like, And I would ag it on, too, because sometimes, like, just seeing how worked up he would get, because, you know, you guys would do the same thing to me when I would get worked up, especially when Anthony was beating my ass in trivia. Uh, <laughs> so it was kind of my way to get revenge. Uh, but, like, where does this rank as far as, like, cop shows for you? This is probably third on my list. Um and I'll, I'll, I'll kind of explain why. It, it would be second, except I I didn't start watching this show for a few years after it had already yeah, you know same. had its fruition. Reason being, I didn't know about it until I started watching Homicide: Life on the Street, which started in '93. Mm-hmm. They had some crossover episodes, and I wanted to find out who the hell that was. Once I found out, I kind of picked up on Law and Order, which also is where I mean, if you really want to talk about a crossover detective munch was originally in homicide life on the street yes he was richard belzer and then came over to svu but i mean this is third it's nypd blue homicide life on the street and law and order for me that's really where it is yeah i mean i've always loved these procedural cop shows i don't like comedy cop shows very much i'll watch a comedy cop buddy cop movie but I mean, like Brooklyn, what is that, Brooklyn Nine-Nine or whatever? Oh, no, I didn't watch that. That's the dumbest fucking show on earth. It's stupid. I mean, I like – and the bad thing is I like a lot of the characters – the actors in that show. I like Andy – what's his name? Uh, Bamberg? Yeah, yeah, Terry Crews. They're really great actors, and I like them, but that show's just stupid. But I love procedural cop shows like this. But NYPD Blue will always be tops to me, just the way it was shot, how gritty it was, the fact that they didn't mind using nudity because of the time it came on. And got to remember, when that show was on, it was during the time when, you know, Tipper Gore was out there trying to get little, you know, stickers on albums that said, you know, explicit content. So, (laughs) you know, it was uh, that show was just so risky, so edgy, so gritty. For me, it'll always be first, but uh, this show is third on my list, but I love Homicide Life on the Street, too. Yeah, yeah it's third on my list, too. Yeah. NYPD Blue is two, and Chicago PD is number one. I mean, as far as, like, cop shows go for me, I would probably say, like, because, again, like, I haven't really watched an episode of Law & Order in years and again, like SVU is probably like my favorite of the Law and Order franchise because I like Benson and Stabler. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, I like love Benson Stabler. Stabler. <laughs> I like Benson Stabler, Munch, and Kragen. I mean, we. I mean, if you're going to talk a little about SVU, you got to just talk about the irony of Ice T being on that show as long as he's been on that show after making a song yep. called "Cop Kill." Yeah, and Vincent are the two longest reigning guys. I mean, this guy literally made a song called Cop Killer and made a living playing a cop. Fucking irony. This is the most fucked up world in the world. And by the way, in the 1998 Exiled Law and Order movie, 
he played a, he played a pimp. I know. Uh, who, who, by the way, was a, a person of interest in a murder case, and then he ended up dead. Yeah, that movie is really not worth the watch. <laughs> Let me just warn everybody: don't waste your time. It was I really. I was going to ask what movie. What is it called? He, he, uh, he just said Exiled, the Law and Order movie. That's what it's called. It was okay. a two-hour episode is really what it was with, like, minimal commercials. Yeah. It was a two-hour episode that was made in 1998, uh, and it may have aired, like, once or twice in 1998, but then USA promoted it in 2001 as a USA original movie. Yeah. Don't. Oh. Yeah. Don't waste your time. Yeah, no, I might, it, I might it's have not worth it. it. Yeah, don't waste, your, don't waste your time. I mean, if you really feel like it, go ahead. If, you, if you're bored, if you're bored and high, go ahead and take a watch. Uh, <laughs> all right. Is it so, on the cock? <laughs> yeah. Eric, you spend too much time with my brother. Uh, you would think they're coming after you. Oh, shit, they're coming for me. <laughs> All right, so the pilot for this show aired in 1988, but it didn't get picked. It didn't actually start airing on the fucking, on TV till like 1989, 1990. Yes, September 13th, 1990. But Think so it, Dick Wolf held out long enough, and look what the show, this show, and every other one has become from there. I yeah. mean, yep. It was the, well, and it was the yeah, they to reboot this after ten years. Yeah, exactly. Not like he needed it. He still he has newer cop shows on now, but man, yeah. the guy's I mean, brilliant as far as a you know. Just what he does and producer and everything. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Look at the Chicago shows. Mm hmm. They're still going. I know. Chicago franchise. All right. So I'm looking at the uh, at the ratings here. Because, you know, you know, Box, we talked an awful lot about ratings in, uh, when we did the Night Court episode two weeks ago, which, by the way, is in our archives. So check it out. Uh, yep. No shameless plug. When it you read my mind. I was going to bring this up too. Yeah. Uh, well, we're supposed to because we're supposed to promote our shit. Uh, so when it debuted in 1990, it ranked uh, number 46 in the, in the Nielsen ratings with an average rating of 12.1. Yep. Oh, back when ratings meant something. Exactly. And we've talked about it and we've talked about it a lot and we're going to do more uh, when it comes to, you know, sitcoms next week, which I'll talk about at the end of the show of uh, when it has to do with, uh, it'll have to do with ratings too. But so for the first couple of seasons, it was ranked 46 with an average of, with an average of 12, but it really wouldn't gain steam until 
It didn't get top Jeez. 20. It didn't get top 20 until season nine. Yep. Because mm-hmm. that's when it hit. And you notice. That's when it hit number 20. And what's weird is that, like, the year before season eight, you know, the 97 through 98 TV season, it was ranked 24 and had a 14, average of 14.1 rating. It finally hits top yeah. 20 the next year, and it drops to 13.8. Yeah, the year after that yeah. is what confuses me and should really tell you when rating started meaning dick. It was 20.0 and rated 27th. 20 million viewers, and it's rated 7th? What the f- Fuck, and that was 2001. Yeah. And you, or two, you oh, notice sorry. the highest ratings are when Detective Green was there. When Detective Green uh-huh. and Briscoe was um, a duo, um, partners. Well, shows, you know, do you know how many shows were, I mean, the fucking Super Bowl begs for 20 million now. Yeah. That's crazy. How, you know, back then, and literally two... 20 million viewers and you're still 27. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, when they were, all right, so their highest rating, obviously, you know, yeah, 2001 to 2002, they were ranked number seven. That was their highest uh, TV ranking. When they ended the show the first time in 2010, they were ranked at 60 with a 7.2. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. here's here's the funny thing. I think a lot of programs, you know, because like they used, you know, we come from a wrestling show. I remember when the wrestling shows were pissed off when they couldn't hit sixes or sevens. Right. Right. And exactly. then you have this show that hits a seven, and all of a sudden now they're getting fucking axed. And this is why people laughed at us when we brought up ratings. <laughs> and they still do today. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I mean, this is really it. And you, but you, and you want to talk about ratings and what's funny, the, the one where they were 27th, look at the year after that, which was 2001, 20 million viewers again, 0.7, and they were 7th in viewership? Yeah. Well, yeah. who ranks this shit? Is, is, is Dave Meltzer r- ranking this stuff? <laughs> well, we it's, talked about how Night Court Mel- was. This is, this is who's doing we the We talked rank. about how, you know, when Night Court was in the 20s for like the fourth and fifth season, and they were ranked top 10, I think. Right. Yeah. Uh, it's. In, and there were so little shows back then, but I mean, even, I mean, you know, since we're on this little rankings thing, even if you go down to 2022, just in February, they were still breaking three, almost just near 4 million viewers. Yeah. Oh, I don't, uh, yeah, on the Wikipedia page I'm on, they're just saying to, uh, to be announced. And it's just like, it was, so, what's well, September? Yeah, Wikipedia is late, oh, Yeah. But it was – oh, yeah, never mind. Here it is. Uh, but, yeah, no, it was it, – it's nuts. But, again, that just goes back to, you know, what we were saying about how 
ratings now, like, they cared more about the ratings back then than obviously yeah. they do now, because now with a streaming service, you don't need ratings. No. Right. Right. And you can you just keep your ratings. They're yours. They don't need, no one needs to know. They release them if they want to, but I mean, really, I mean, when you see the dip in viewership in this show, if you look, it kind of starts around I guess 2005, and then it kind of keeps going down, but that's when TV started changing. That's when you had more, more, you know, all these dish companies and satellites and, you know, all this shit that people were doing. So, but they were still gaining 13 million viewers in 2005 when the shit started changing. Yeah. That's nothing. Well, not that it started, I was going to say, ahead. it started kind of dipping when, 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 uh, Richard left. Right. Well, it's not the, It's not even that he left. He died. I mean, he died, yeah. Because he, he died a month later after he – or something. I forgot. I mean, that – I mean, he technically left the Earth. Yeah. This planet, this this, this this spiritual being now. Right. Right. But, <laughs> but yeah, like – and even – you could even say in, like, 2005 – I mean, if you really want to break it down, NBC was losing steam as, like, one of the main – I mean, as one of the main networks. So CBS was really becoming king. Mm. Yeah, uh, the NCIS it, and stuff. NCIS, uh, all the CSIs that were airing, uh, fucking – God, they're – so many other shows that I can't remember off the top of my fucking head. Uh, Survivor. <laughs> oh, yeah. Survivor was a big thing. You know, they always had Big Brother on. Well, I mean, those were mainly like summer things, but uh, like there there were so many other shows. And, you know, because CBS was taking over everything. Because CBS technically is the number one network in America. It still is? They are, even though uh, a lot of cable companies are cutting out CBS because they want a bigger cut of the network's profits, and the network's just like, fuck you. I mean, that's why they have Um, Paramount. Just to let you all know, yes. CBS is still number one. Number two is NBC, and number three is ABC. But let me uh, here's the viewership: CBS with seven million viewers, NBC with six, and ABC with five. Boy, how how his shit has changed. <laughs> yep. Well, I personally like NBC it, better. But. If you look at it too, though, box each one of them. Because you can technically say that ABC's streaming service is Disney Plus. Right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they don't have, like, a lot of uh, ABC's dramas on there, but give it a, give it a minute. Uh, well, I mean, it's just like ABC's is Paramount. Yeah. Right. Same thing. But, but yeah, like, uh, NBC's got Peacock, CBS has Paramount. ABC pretty much has uh, Disney Plus, and uh, you could probably say Hulu. Yeah, well, they, yeah. They, they've all got a piece of Hulu. I'm not. They've all got a piece of Hulu. 
So yeah, you can like, find a lot of TV shows on. Hulu. Yeah, even Fox. I'm yeah. guessing Fox is for it. Yeah, Fox. Fox is cool. Yeah. So, but yeah. So like we were saying, yeah, it's all about you know the ratings, and you know a show like this. First of all, in order to have a twenty like a first run of twenty years, you have to be successful in the ratings. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Most definitely. Or successful enough to where. You know, they're not going to ask you if you're under 10 million, like, or whatever. Now, obviously, when they got to, uh, when they got to 8 million, that's when they're just like, all right, this has gone 20 years. I think we're done. Well, they still went three more seasons. (laughs) They still went three more seasons after that, or two more, if they're really. Yeah. yeah, they brought it of, back last year. Again, man, TV started changing, and they had, they had gone through so many, you know, different partners and characters. And I know you, you know you got to do that over twenty years. You just don't know what's going to happen. But and I, I like I said, I I believe um, Anthony Anderson and, and Jeremy Sisto. That was his last name, not Sasso Sisto. I think they were the. I mean, they were the last two on the. Early seasons, right? That that was it. Those that was the last partnership, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, and then Anthony, yeah. yeah, Anthony came back for last year, and then he left, and now it's a two it's two different people now. Well, that's because no one likes skinny Anthony Anderson. Uh, <laughs> everybody prefers fat Anthony Anderson over skinny Anthony Anderson. <laughs> That's what happened. I mean, there. the two that are good now, I, I like I like the duo right now. Who who are the two right now? Forgotten their names. So, let's see. Oh, sure, we can. Hold them. on, I'm on the. Uh, oh, he's on the internet. Yeah, I'm on the the character uh, thing here. Uh, Meanwhile, yeah, since we're all here. Since you're all right, flipping. so Jeffrey got- Jeffrey Donovan is the uh, the senior yeah. detective. Okay. By the way, Jeffrey Don- Donovan is uh he was burn notice, right? Is that who yeah. that is? Uh, that's why it's not familiar. Is okay. it Burn? I like him. Yeah, he he's, played, a uh, he's a good actor. He's a good actor. Yeah, he pl- he played Mike on uh, Michael on Burn Notice. Okay. Yeah. I've you the main character there. I've seen a thousand commercials for that show but never actually sat and watched it. Oh, that was another one of uh, towards towards the end of Grandpa's life, like oh, day because we always had uh, obviously we were always watching uh, Raw. Whatever came on afterwards, if he didn't feel like he, he would normally not feel like turning the channel, even though the remote even though the remote was in his lap. Uh, mm. Burn either Burn Notice would come on or the show White Collar, which was another good uh, USA drama. Yeah, those became like his, his favorite shows because it, he always got into that, and then he got me into it. Which at first I thought those shows were stupid, but then I kind of got into it. Burn Notice was okay. I to be honest with you, I liked Burn Notice. Yeah, I think you would like it, uh, Bob. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I've seen a million commercials. 
probably at least a thousand commercials for it because they had the commercials during Raw, and yeah. Miz was on a, I think an episode of it, and Big Show might have even been on an episode of it, but I never really watched the show. But I, I, it, you know who was actually on show. an episode of Burn Notice before, guys? Kurrigan. That doesn't Ooh. surprise me. <laughs> I mean, this was long after his WWE run, obviously, but yeah, he was on an episode. Jeez. Yeah, a bunch of people have been on that show, man. So I, I, I think it's on Hulu. Probably is. Wouldn't that surprise me? But yeah, Cameron Mannheim's on here, too. Now, she doesn't seem like the type that should be on a cop show because I think she's fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah, she she's the um she replaced detective um with that what's her name then whatever sergeant whatever you want to call it. Oh yeah, she's a lieutenant on here. Oh, the lieutenant. lieutenant. Hmm. But uh, but yeah, no. So yeah, the like, only one that's back is is um is uh uh got her name, his name. Yeah, McCoy, thank you. No problem. Uh, but yeah, they've gone through so many, so many partners and all that, and so many like district attorneys because you know Fred Dalton Thompson who played Arthur Branch, uh, yep. which mm-hmm. technically, and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, uh, technically he left the show after se- or he was there from season 13 to 17, but he left because he was trying to run for president, right? Yes, he was. I don't know. That guy's been around. He- I believe he's really he really is a politician, correct? Yes, I believe. Yes. I believe yes. so. Yeah, I mean he's been in like uh, so many like different movies and TV shows. But yeah, I think he was like the mayor or something of, uh, uh, of somewhere he was. And then, and then he wanted to try his hand at, uh, at politics. Uh, you know, think or not at politics, but he wanted to try his hand at uh, possibly becoming president. And then, you know, politics. Yeah. And yeah. then that's when Jack McCoy took over for him. Yeah. And then because he and then because he wanted to run for president, Trump's just like, Well, if any actor can do it, so can I. <laughs> hey, Reagan did it, right? Yeah. There for, yeah. Yeah, and Reagan that Reagan was yeah, Reagan. Yeah, Reagan did it, and so it's just like, okay, well, if Ronald Reagan, yeah, but I think Ronald Reagan was actually liked, though, wasn't he? Not when he became a Republican nominee. No, they actually, if if you really go back in time, they called him the exact. Uh, the the Democrats called Reagan the same thing they called Trump racist. Like, and all the same shit happened all over again. It's amazing how that happens, ain't it? Oh my God! Yeah. yeah. This is why we'll never do a show on politics. No. No, I already said I know Trump is running again, and I ain't fucking playing this game again. I might not even fucking vote at that. <laughs> yeah. You, you know what's you know what's actually funny, and I don't even know if I should admit this on there, but I actually have never registered to vote, like, ever, even when I became of age. 
I'm just going to not vote and put a sticker on myself. I'm going to tattoo somewhere where you can see it. Don't blame me. That's it. That's all I'm going to do. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Like, it's like a right not to vote. You wouldn't want to vote. Yeah. yeah. Like, people ask me, they're like, well, why don't you vote? Don't you believe you have a voice? And it's just like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, like, on a podcast. Things are, things, things, are gonna, things are going to be fucked up no matter who's in charge. I really just don't want to be a part of it because I don't want to be like, oh, yeah, I voted for him. I don't care. No, if someone runs on like a four-day work week, I'll vote for that son of a bitch. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. All right. So another character I kind of wanted to get into because I think this guy is a tremendous actor, but I like him better as a dickhead, as a dickhead bad guy than really as a, you know, as a, you know, good uh is a good guy character, you know, a, a protagonist. I think I know who you're talking about. Cop. Uh, Dennis Farina, who played Fontana. Yep. Oh, yeah. He was awesome. Oh, okay. yeah. He played the Lenny. Great. Yeah, the late, great Dennis Farina. Yep. Yeah, man, he yep. was awesome. And, and, and we don't that for one season, sadly. What I loved about his character is the uh, – who was it playing the um, – uh, the, they could never figure out, is he a, a mobster or a cop? <laughs> I love that they could never that, – that, that, that was like the question the whole time. Is this guy a mobster or a cop? I mean, he, he kind of did look like a mobster. Well, they and I, the boss on the show used to ask it all the time. I forgot who that was, uh, Van Buren. Was what well, yeah. I think it was around at that time. I think it was Van Buren. Is yeah, my, she was. Is, yeah. Is that the, uh, am I right? Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. By the way, she was around forever. <laughs> yeah, she was. Yeah, and then she left after the, when it uh, got cut off in 2010. Well, everybody right. left when it got cut off. Because well, she's actually on uh, Chicago Med, I think. I think. I think he did move her right over. Um, I mean, but there's been some other pretty big actors on, on. I mean, if you look back to season, I forget what it was, like like mid-seasons, J.K. Simmons, who has become a megastar since then. And especially if you want oh, insurance, the Allstate fucking guy. I think he's oh, the Allstate. Oh, I, lo- I love him. No, he's the like, State Farm guy. No, Liberty. The State Farm Liberty. Uh, uh, farmers. 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 Farmers, that's what it is. Farmers Insurance. That guy, he was awesome. And let's not forget, speaking of, we, we talked about Goodfellas earlier. Michael Imperioli was on the later, the latter seasons of this show, too, and he's a badass, too. Yeah, he was, uh, he was season 15 as uh, Falco. Right. Yeah, and I yep. liked him, man. J.K. Simmons has just... I mean, you know, fucking Spider-Man and all the other things he's done, but he he's still got his face out there. I don't care if it's on commercials. You know how much money he's getting paid for that shit? Come on. I remember I, I remember him as the dad in Juno, and I just remember the one scene where, like, uh, uh, the character Juno, she screams out because her water breaks. She's like, Dad? He's like, what? And uh, <laughs> he goes, either I just peed my pants or, and he's like, and she's like, we gotta go, and he's running towards the van. He's like, move it out, we gotta go. Never seen it. Never seen it. 
Yeah, no, it was uh yeah, that was back in uh 2006. That was a I thought it was a good I thought it was a good movie, but then again, I do like movies that, you know, a lot of people don't. Mhm. Uh no, me too. Me too. But no, J.K. Simmons even was in uh, the movie uh, Contraband with uh, Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, re- Mark I remember done a billion things. Yeah, uh, I remember seeing him in that, and uh, which I'm sure. Did you guys ever do Contraband on the on the Hangout? No, I've never done that one. I was just going to say because it seems like the kind of movie you and Smark would do. Yeah, haven't done one. Haven't done that one. I don't think I've seen that one really. I just know. I mean, Mark Wahlberg. I mean, he's the same character in every movie he plays. But you know, yeah. Eventually, he's going right. to breathe. Heavily. He's going to breathe. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> yeah, that's Mark Wahlberg. There you go. Every movie yeah. that was it right there, folks. Every Mark Wahlberg movie. I just did it right there. Done. Uh. But yeah, so so Dennis Fer- Dennis Farina came in as Fontana, and I remember when uh, when Green left, and uh, when Green left, and then uh, Farina got got himself a different partner. Of uh, he saw, and I forgot who it was, but I saw the clip a few months ago, and they just saw and. Uh, the person sat at Green's desk, and, Dennis, and Fontana just looked at him. And he's like, "Is something wrong?" And he goes, "I'm just not used to anybody else sitting at that de- sitting at that desk, but him." Yeah, uh, who? I don't remember who it was either. Wasn't it a girl? It, are you talking about when uh, Green had to leave because he got shot? No, I, I, you were talking about when Farina basically died, right? No, when uh, when Green left. Okay, when Green left, he was Anthony. And uh, there was a getting off. On, he was he was shot at one point. I think it was fifteen, sixteen seasons in. Yeah, it was it was season fifteen. He got shot, yeah, and he was, he, had, he, he was written he off for half a season. Right. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, and then somebody sat at his desk, and Fontana just looked at him, and he's just like, yeah, I've never – I'm not used to anybody else sitting at his desk. Wasn't it Jeremy Sisto who replaced it him? It might have been. I'm looking here. No, it, it was some other Italian dude or something. <laughs> I, I think it was It might have been Imperioli. Was it Imperioli? I think so. Wow. I think they so. just replaced one gangster with another, didn't they? Yeah, I, I get told I look. I get told I look like Spider every now and then. Yeah, because he was only on for half a season, and Green came back. Then he appeared at at the end of fifteen because he he was accused of murdering somebody. If we're talking about the same character. Green, right? No, are we talking this guy about the that other replaced guy? Green for yeah, the other guy yeah, that replaced he, Green he, for he, half the season yeah. came back at the end of season fifteen. That's right. There you go. Huh? 
Interesting. Yeah, because then afterwards, because after uh, Green came back and then left again, that's when Sisto and uh, Anderson just took over uh, till the yeah. end. Yep. Right till the end. Yeah. Yeah, they now, took over until the end. They 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 were actually a good partnership too. Yeah, they I, definitely I know. <laughs> Yeah, no, I I like the two of them together because I've seen, like, uh, YouTube clips of them together. And I remember this one scene where, like, they both had facial hair, I think, and uh, they both shaved. And uh, what's going to call it? Uh, The boss, uh, Van Buren, looks at both of them and goes, I don't like that look on either one of you. (laughs) Wow. Was Van Buren was the boss till the end, right? Till the well, I mean, I know the show is rebooted, but we're talking about the you know original here. She yeah, four. Yeah, she she four for twenty. She replaced um, she replaced um, detective um, Captain Reagan. Okay, okay. I thought she was on there till the yeah. end. Yeah. And and speaking of Jerry, uh, what's his name? Cisco. He was in episode. Cisco. At the end of, I want to say season 18, or no, season, whatever season he, the season before he came, he was an episode, he was a lawyer, he was a defense lawyer. And then he, and then he uh, came on the show permanently. Following that, was, that was another cool thing about this show. If you really watched closely, a lot of the lawyers made multiple appearances. Some of the lawyers were... Yep huge actors if you actually watch the show but you know yeah. it, it that was one of the great things about the show is that you could see the same lawyers sometimes which gave the show some continuity which holy shit continuity on a television show <gasps> but uh yep. it, it really did play into a great factor in the show i mean there was more that made this show great the fact that it showed the, the from the crime scene or the crime scene to the investigation all the way to the trial. I mean, the show gave you a breakdown of every aspect of the crime, which was another great thing about this show. And probably another reason I like this show so much. So, Yeah, me too. They did break it down. Yep. And and what's funny too, is that like, you know, going back to law and order SVU was kind of the same thing. Like, they use the same lawyer so many times. And I remember a couple of the lawyers on there were actors from spin city. Yes. Boltman. Uh, right. I think, yeah, I think Alan rock was on there. Yep. Yep. Goldberg was a criminal uh, on there once who broke away and got his ass kicked. Who was Goldberg. Goldberg was on an SVU episode. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, he. Oh uh, yeah, that's uh, right. He, he was. Threw, he threw Stabler through a window. Yes, he did. Yep. Yes, he did. So, but yeah, the, the, but he was on NCIS too. Yep, Los Angeles. The fact that they just you know used like I said the continuity of using the same attorneys multiple times and I mean over twenty years you probably saw. Those same attorneys a a very good amount of times, but another thing this show went through, though, was a bunch of assistant DAs. Yep. 
All women. That was another, yeah, that was another, I mean, it was like a revolving door of assistant DAs, as was yep. SVU, the same thing. It's kind of like, it was kind of like Dick Wolf's trademark, rotate them around. Yeah, uh, yeah by uh, the way, I Jack will McCoy say, with you know, the main guy. Yeah, yeah. Now, I'll, I'll, I'll admit, you know, I said earlier that I kind of stopped uh, paying attention to SBU after season nine, I think I said. And it had a lot to do with the fact I had a crush on uh, Casey Novak. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> who, who's, who's played by Diane Neal. When they took her off the show, I was done. Like, I'm just like, fuck you people. <laughs> She was the one, right? Not the blonde one. Have you? No, have you ever she was the, the yeah. She was the redhead. Yeah. She's in there. She's like kind of his hooker, but he won't sleep with her. That's the only movie I ever reckon. I, I every time she pops on the screen, I'm like Casey Novak. Oh, look, it's Casey Novak. Yep. She's typecast, yeah. man. She got typecast in that character. Yeah, and she, she came uh, back a couple well, times after that. Well, yeah, well, well, she, she died. Ori- she originally was a uh, she originally was a suspect on the show. Right. Yes, she was. Back. You remember she died, so they thought, and she came back a couple like three or four seasons later on SVU. She came back, so, but she did come back to the show. She was in witness protection the whole time. She wasn't really oh, dead. No, no. That was uh, that was Cabin. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, see what I mean? I, re- I remember that. I remember really- that episode because that was when uh, she was uh, being targeted by the uh, by the co- Colombian drug lord. That's who right. was yep. killing the A. They're both beautiful. They're both beautiful blondes. What can I say? Yeah. Yes, I th- I always thought Cabot was a bitch. I like Novak better, but uh, I mean there yeah. were some good good looking attorneys in uh, regular on order too. Jack, Jack had some good um, assistant attorney. <laughs> yeah, I, I had a huge crush on Angie Harmon. <laughs> yeah, me too. On uh, Abby Carmine on on what? I said she was my favorite. Okay, I was just gonna. It sounded like you said something else, and I was just like, "You, you're gonna get us kicked off the air." <laughs> I didn't hear that. <laughs> it just, sometimes my hearing just gets. Uh, I hear things that I hear things that uh, didn't actually happen, but for some reason, like in my head, it's just like, "Wait, did he just really say that?" Um, I don't think he did. <laughs> well, yeah, no, I know that. I wouldn't say that. He, Fox, he knows better. Okay. I don't. There you go. Okay. <laughs> uh, but no, yeah, I had a huge crush on uh, Angie Harmon, and uh, Jill Hennessy is another one that uh, she was kind of cute too. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Who was the one that died? That got killed by like a drug gang or something. What's her name? Hmm. Shit, I don't remember she, now. She was, she was cute too. I, so, have, I can't remember. I remember that episode, and it was so sad. 
It was a revolving door of them, dude. You can't remember all of them. It's hard. Yeah, it's kind of hard to remember everybody that came on the, you know, episode, or, you know, when I watched SVU, it was kind of hard to remember all of them. And then, like, when I stopped watching it, I tried to start watching it again, and it was a different ADA. And I'll say this about the, the ADAs on SVU. Even though I liked Casey Novak, the majority of the girls that came, like, after her were all bitches. <laughs> <laughs> they wanted you to, like, like no. They, dro- the they drove, um, they drove Stabler nuts. Oh, Stabler hated all Especially of them. Especially that one one. That one woman. Stabler just hated attorneys. I don't blame yeah. him there. Well, I mean, <laughs> you know. I actually, here's what's actually uh, funny. I know uh, there was, like in 2007, and this is actually when I was really into uh, into SVU, uh, we got uh, caught up in some kind of, or not really case or whatever, but my mom was expecting uh, an inheritance from a relative that had passed away. But the attorneys were taken forever, right? So, like, she was calling, and this was somebody in Florida, and the attorney calls and starts yelling at me, right? Because I happened to be the one that picked up the phone and my mom wasn't home. So he starts yelling at me. And I said to the guy, I said, man, I thought that they over-exaggerated how big a piece of shit you attorneys were on Law & Order. But I guess, I, I guess you know, Law & Order uh, depicts you guys right. No, this show depicted a lot right if you really think about yeah. it. Matter of fact, if you really think about it, this show and SVU and all the Law & Orders, something will happen in the news. And then like – I don't know how they do this, but like – Less than two weeks later, they'll have an episode about it. Yep, ripped from the headlines, they call it. Yeah, it's crazy how they actually do that, but, I mean, they just jump in quickly. I think they – I, I love that they do that. That was another thing that hooked a lot of people was they would hit those hard you know, episodes that were topical right away, and they would bang, episode comes out about it, and you're like, this resembles the case in the news. <laughs> Yep. And that's why I think Dick Wolf is one of the best because he, he does that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, and that's the thing. And like, there was certainly, because even if like they didn't uh, like mirror it exactly, it was always kind of like, uh, um, you kind of, like they did something like similar. I know in like 2004, one lawyer, uh, Ravi Batra, went to sue uh, sued the show in 2004 for uh, for libel with regard to uh, the season 14 episode Floater. <laughs> yeah, is that why they started putting that thing at the end of the show that said this is you know everything you know it's all coincidental this is not based on a true story? Yeah, yeah. Really? Is that why? Wow. Well, they, didn't, I think he did that beforehand, though. Because they always well, did it on SBU. Yeah, this guy had no case, yeah, so. Yeah, I mean, I don't... I mean, what, are you going to sue the news for telling your story, too? Jesus. <laughs> Fucking people will sue anybody for anything. Fucking lawyers. Oh, my God, these fucking... Speaking, I, I hate... Well, 
I hate lawyers. All right, Doug. Speaking of lawyers, can we talk about uh, <laughs> can we talk about um, Jack McCoy? Uh, yeah, go ahead. Before I go on a rant, that's going to get us in trouble about uh, <laughs> before I get sued for a sued by Good a lawyer job, for Eric. talking Way bad to about him. the subject, Eric. Good job. Good job. <laughs> well, Box. That's why I, I haven't I fired him from the show yet because he usually knows how to get us out of trouble. Yeah, I need a babysitter too. That's what Smart is there for. Drunk <laughs> half the time. <laughs> Go ahead, Eric. I know. I can handle it on my own. It's just sometimes I say things I shouldn't, and I know it. But anyway, go ahead, Eric. We were going to talk yeah. about Sam Watson. Yeah. How great is he? He's been on there since what, season five, I think, because he replaced that for that the guy's name. But um, and he and then he became the uh, district attorney, and he's still there. He's the only one that they brought back besides Anthony, but he left after one season. But he's the only one that they actually brought back, and he's still he's still there. And as an as a as an attorney, he was he was really good. He was he was um he he was a no nonsense guy. He he would he'd do anything to win the case to a point. <laughs> That's why I liked him. Yeah, people were not happy when he left. He was a huge part of the show and a huge part of why people watched the show. So, yep. I mean, if you remember the buzz around when he left, it was not good. It was not good. People were very upset he left, but I, I think he left on his own. I don't think he was released from the show. I believe he left to do, try to do some other projects, um, but it's great. They I don't remember when he left. I don't remember when that was either. Doug, do you remember? When he uh, when uh, McCoy left, yeah, and do, do you know what was the re- I forget the reason. I thought he left to try to do other other work and other stuff, but I'm glad they brought him I, back for this new one. I you know the, the, this this conversation is making me want to check out the new one. So maybe I'll do that tomorrow. A little Sunday TV. Yeah, I would. Uh, let's, there's a few new cop shows I've I've been checking out. Actually, I've been checking out uh, East New York. It's uh, pretty yeah, good. Yeah, I have to check that out. Is it good? Well, of, of course it is. Bobby from NYPD Blue is in it. Jimmy Smith, he's <laughs> the in the show. Is that another Dick Wolf um, produced show? I don't think that one is, no. I don't think Have so. you checked out yeah. The Rookie? I haven't checked out the rookie. I meant to check out the rookie, but I haven't checked out the rookie. I need to. It's actually it's, it's, it's still on Hulu, and it's on my. It's actually TV. pretty good. Yeah, it's right beside Dog the Bounty Hunter. Leave me alone. I like that too. Have you watched it on Dog the Rookie? Oh, is that the Nathan Fillion thing? I think so. I haven't watched it, but I know that he, uh, or like I've heard about it, but no, I haven't actually uh, watched it. Okay. But, uh, all right, so I, I'm looking up uh, Sam Waterston, and 
it says here that he was on uh, – well, because he was also on the show, on the Netflix show, Grace and Frankie. Huh. Ah, okay. He started – he did that from he did that from 2015 to he just started that this he just ended that this year, uh, obviously so he could return as Jack McCoy. All right, so on the show Grace and Frankie, which is not really like you wouldn't really think of him on like this on that type of show, uh, hmm. but for anybody that doesn't know what Grace and Frankie is. It's these two women who are played by Jane Fonda and Lily Tomlin who are best friends and their husbands are best friends, but then their husbands okay. who were played by Sam Waterston and and uh, Sam Waterston and Martin Sheen left their wives so they could be with each other. Hmm. Oh wow. Okay. All right. There you go. So they uh and Sam Watterson was one of the was one of the husbands and then but like they're all still like cordial and all that, but then uh Grace and Frankie ended up being uh business partners. And the one played by and I forgot who's Grace and who's Frankie, but the one played by Jane Fonda is uh like she's very straight laced and she always goes by the book. And the one played by Lily Tomlin's is the uh, a uh, hippie, okay. and is always go- is always going against the grain. Hmm. But it's it's fucking hilarious. Like my aunt used to watch that show all the time. Nice. I think I've ever. But yeah, so he he was he was on that for a while. Uh, he was on from 2012 to 2014. He was Charlie Skinner on the HBO drama series uh, The Newsroom with Jeff Daniels. Hmm. I'm trying to see what he would have been on in 2008 to make him leave the leave the show or leave Law and Order, but I don't think I'm really finding anything here. They said Wikipedia. Yeah, I don't remember him leaving, you. but uh, oh, so let's mention a little bit the new the new Law and Order that they tried to come out with in two thousand five. That trial by jury. Okay. Did you guys ever watch that? One I think episode. I watched one or two episodes. One episode I'll hear too. Yep. It was awful. It was bad. It just wasn't good. Yeah. Well, it one of the attorneys. Go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say, one of the attorneys, was, was it Phil Stone or something, became the, he appeared in uh, SVU later on. And I think Law and Order later on. Yeah. So it was, uh, but yeah, so like that show really didn't catch on. And then, you know, it was a few years later that, uh, you know, Criminal Intent ended, then the regular Law and Order ended, but SVU was still like, SVU still had a shit ton of steam. Yep. Still does today. Still does, exactly. 
23 seasons, I think. Nice. Mm. I think they're going to be gone because, hold on, let me look. I actually want to look at uh, SVU's, you know, because we're always doing the talking about the uh, about the ratings. I'll tell you, though, man, I mean, I thought for the last four seasons that show was going to be gone. Just to, you know, you you got uh, Benson always talking about moving on and doing this. Now she has the son. I thought that show was going to be over four years ago, and it keeps getting renewed and renewed. I, but yeah, they keep almost, what, what they keep – it's almost like they keep preparing you because it could end at any time, so they kind of prepare you for it. That's kind of what I feel like they're doing. Yeah. I think it's when she's, when she's ready to leave, that's when it's going to end. Her and I – her and um, I see. I see her. I see. I see. She's the main – she's the main character. She's the face of the franchise. I see you milk that motherfucker till he's dead. Fuck that. <laughs> By the way, this show hasn't been like SVU has not been ranked in the top twenty since uh season seven. Okay, but what's their streaming service viewership? Do they even say that? No, they don't. They don't have yeah. to. That's the thing. Nielsen streaming is available, but it's not as accurate. So, you know, you yeah. don't know. I don't watch that. I don't even have cable. I watch that show on Hulu. So, yeah. <clears throat> again, ratings don't mean dick anymore to me. I'm sorry. I I, I know they should. Yeah. No, some people, but but it doesn't really mean anything to anybody. So, like, when somebody says, oh, my God, you know, the ratings of the show are horrible, they're going to go away, it's like, all right, but, Box, you brought up a, a good point of, okay, but if people watch them on the streaming service, then that's fine. Just check the digital yeah. download numbers. Yeah. There's no way to check them. I don't, I don't believe they have to release those. Well, no. Well, what I mean is that like, the people that work for the companies, not us. Right. Nobody gives a shit about what we think. Uh, well, <laughs> no, of course not. But uh, trust me, there, there, there's a lot of shows out there that really care about the ratings, and it's it's a huge part of some podcasts out there. The the, the ratings, <clears throat> pro wrestling, so, huh? <clears throat> what pro wrestling. Say? Well, wrestling doesn't right. care about the ratings anymore, or else uh, fucking because technically people can look at just the five minute clips on YouTube and still be caught up. Exactly. Yeah. People, a lot of people will just watch the matches. They they'll go to the card on Google. They'll find it. Then they'll go. I want to watch that match, and they'll go to YouTube and watch that match. Exactly my point. Yep. So. Ratings mean nobody watches a school show anymore. Tons of podcasts out there that that thrive on talking about ratings and ratings and ratings and ratings for not just wrestling but a lot of TV shows out there. And it's like you know, don't listen to them. Just ignore those people. They're just trying to get you to get riled up about something that doesn't matter. So, like, uh, here's a funny thing. So, you know, the National Football League, you know, NFL for uh, people that just want to abbreviate. They have this channel called NFL Red Zone. 
And what they do is they play every game, or they show every touchdown from every game. Eric, I you know I know you watch it. Uh, yep. Fox, I'm watch I tomorrow. You're not a fo- yeah. Huh? No, I I'm going to watch tomorrow. Yeah. Now, box. I know you're not a football fan. Of uh, it's to be honest with you, because you live in Dallas, I'm. Glad you're not a football fan because you're a fan of the Cowboys. Uh, we well, like I've said before, even even people in Texas are all fans of other teams. Yeah, and that's actually funny. Like I've actually told people that at work, I'm like, yeah, I have a buddy in Texas who he even says he's just like, there's not a lot of Cowboy fans out here. Uh, no, no, nope, there's not. Right. So like, but my point is that like, so they did. Uh, so last week. Because now, like, this season they actually have a rule because they'll show every touchdown from every game, and not a lot of people watch games on CBS or Fox anymore because they'll just watch uh, NFL Red Zone because it helps them keep up with their fantasy stats, you know, for fantasy football. Mm -hmm. What happens is the games lose – the networks lose viewership. Uh, on the games they're airing, because all anybody wants to watch is Red Zone. So they have a new rule in place now that when there's only one game playing left on Red Zone, Red Zone has to sign off, and you have to send people to the network that that game is airing on, because then that game will, like, if it's a game that wasn't being aired in your market, like the channel that it was on will show the bonus coverage. Except for last week, when except for last week when CBS didn't have the four o'clock game and we got fucked out of uh, the overtime of a game, but because CBS and Fox are getting pissed that they're losing the ratings, they offered Red Zone some money and said, you know, hey, look, we'll pay you this amount of money if you tell people to fuck off after like seven thirty and send them to our network. You know, it's kind of like, okay, uh, but, like, you know, they still care about the ratings for, like, that, but, like, you know, for a show like Law & Order and all that, which you could just catch on a streaming service, because streaming service obviously is the future, and I think we've talked before about how, you know, in just a couple of years, cable's going to be gone. Yeah, I believe. I mean, I could be wrong about that, but I, I just don't see a – I mean – People, more and more people every day, every year, cut the cable. Cable companies are going to, I mean, who needs cable anymore? I don't know. We barely, have the, we barely have the TV on, or, or, or I mean, we have the TV on, but we barely have the cable on here. Yeah, the only time I think we... The only time I think we ever watch cable is, again, on Sundays when we're watching NFL Red Zone. Yeah, I don't even have a TV, dude, or or cable. I don't even have cable. I haven't had cable in, I'd say, four years now I haven't had cable. I was going to say, as long as I've known you, I'm pretty sure you didn't have cable. We went back to it for a little while at the old house because, you know, the kids were the, wanted this. They wanted to watch that, and they wanted to watch live TV. And, you know, so it was it, – we did go back to it for like a year, but I think the last four years we haven't had cable, and there's no reason for it, man. We can watch everything we want. I have – you know, any movie I want to watch, I can I can watch. 
I have a great little thing I put on my fire stick to do that. Yeah. Any TV show I want, I can do the same thing. I have a thing on my fire stick to do that. So you just got to be a little creative. You can find anything you want. And I watch, you know, the wrestling shows on the app live. All the apps have live versions now. You can watch anything you want live. Right. Yeah, it's just like, I mean, and you even have like the the free, like you have apps like, you know, Pluto and Tubi to where like you can watch, like Pluto's always like live TV. Right. Because uh, they got all those channels of, fuck, like, you know, we talk about uh, the wrestling, like who the hell would want to pay, you know, $10 a month for that Impact Plus when you could just watch all the old TNA pay-per-views on Pluto for free. Pretty much. Yeah. And YouTube TV, I found a channel that has Impact. Not an old yeah, Impact, so, but still. Yeah, exactly. So, all right, but getting back to, to Law and & Order and – Obviously, it had a remarkable run, 20 years, and, it, and it's back. Uh, and, you know, it's one of those shows, again, all the recurring characters over the years. Box, I'm going to ask you this. Who was who your favorite character or your all-time favorite character on Law & Order? Reoccurring or just character? Like, uh, just main character. Main character. Hmm. Favorite over the time of Law and Order, probably Terry Orbach, honestly, or Bach, excuse me. Um, honestly, I, I loved Lenny Briscoe. That character was really one of the characters that got me into the show, and I liked uh, just I, I thought he played the perfect cop for that that area. He almost looked like that. He had just had that Boston New York look, and that was my favorite character, Lenny Briscoe. Yep, I'm pretty. He sure reminded like me of. I'm sorry. I was just going to say, like, I'm pretty sure if you put that on a poll, like, ask people, like, who's your favorite all-time Law & Order, like, just main character, and you put, you obviously put him on the poll, he's going to win. Probably. Either him or um, Sam. Yeah, Sam. I mean, he, he was a great character, too, but I I just, like I said, the, the one that drew me into this show was definitely uh, Briscoe's character. Eric, same question is going to go to you. I'm going to be different. I'm going to say Detective Ed Green. He was a good one, too, though. He was. He, he was he I was mean, great. honestly, I liked him and Briscoe together. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah, I, I mean... Ed Green was a good character, and he was kind of like this lovable guy. You you almost just like were forced to like him. Yeah, he was just a good dude. You're like, this is a good guy. I like this guy. Now, I watched the episode PD. when he left. It was sad. Yeah, he's on PD right now, right? Or he was? He's on some show, I think. Yeah. Isn't Jesse? Isn't uh, Jesse L. Martin on on PD? I have no clue. I think so. Let me see. Jesse L. Martin, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's it. 
Oh, man. Getting low on beer here. Uh-oh. We oh, don't worry. I, got, I got plenty more. I got a whole 30 pack not opened in, in the in the in the garage. Yeah, I I'm pretty sure I, I want to say he's on uh I want to say he's on PD now. I don't know. Again, I don't really have cable, so it's tough for me to say anything, so I just don't know. I hear about no, I shows on the ways. I think he's the one that's on TV. That could be. No. Okay. Says here he is. Wow. Uh, he was just on The Flash in uh, 2022. So right. He was I remember the- him being. He was on The Flash. I remember him being on uh, on Supergirl. He was in Supergirl. That was 2017. But he was just yeah. in The Flash. He was in 170 okay. episodes, so yeah, he's on TV right now. I don't know if that yeah, show was picked up. I think Ron was his only cop show he did. Yeah, and I don't, I don't know if that show was picked up again. I don't know if they've announced the shows that were picked up again for 2023 yet. Okay. I don't think they Fine. have. Uh, all right, so... Fox, your favorite character is Briscoe. Eric, your favorite character is uh, Detective. I'm I'm going to agree with uh, go with Fox and say that mine was is always going to be Briscoe. Yeah. Oh no, they have announced the new shows coming out. Okay. Uh, either, either Briscoe or I'm going to say also too. I like uh, Fontana because I like Dennis Farina. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that's that that, that was a great character too, but. Probably, I mean, he, he'd be up there as probably my uh, my second favorite, maybe right. third, second or third. Uh, <laughs> but any anybody uh, got anything else that they want to say about the show before we start to sign off here? I don't think so. I think we went through a shitload. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I we get. Box, we've been very detailed on the last couple of shows that we've done with you. Details are good, man. I like details. Yeah. Not only not only do, do, does the listener learn, but we get to do the same thing. I like learning stuff, man, about shows yeah. I watch. The only bad thing yeah. is I start rattling it off to people, and they just look at me like I'm weird, and I'm like, I do a movie podcast, so don't be scared. Yeah. Now, I was talking to somebody after we did the episode of Night Court. I was talking to somebody about it at, at work, and they're like, "Oh yeah, I used to love Night Court." And then I just started rattling off facts that we were talking about on the show, and then I mean, uh, it's exactly what people do to me. They'll talk about a movie, and I'm like, "Did you know?" And then I sit there, and I'm like, "They probably didn't need to know that," but whatever. I, my, yeah. my mind has been filled with useless information so long. I it's it's just the way I am at this point. Right. Yeah. No. I get, yeah. I get the same way. Yeah. Now, Eric, is there anything you wanted to add about Law and Order? Um, I love the show. I I'm I'm watching season thirteen, watching season thirteen right now. So obviously, uh, I'm addicted to it right now. But I'm glad they brought it back. It's one one show that I always wanted them to bring back, so I'm just glad they brought it back when they did last year. 
It's definitely my top three, so. Right. And, Box, you would definitely say that this was uh, your top three, right? Yeah, I put it as number three, like I said. Homicide, you know, NYPD Blue, obviously, I, I'm somehow weirdly obsessed with it. I know I am. Um, but I'm, yeah, I, just, I am too. Yeah, and, you know, Homicide Life on the Street, where I found this show from, was another just great show. Again, the procedural. That, that show was more than a procedural. That show was a little more of a drama than uh than a procedural cop show, but it was a great show. Um, but is that uh, on yeah, any it, of the streaming services? Homicide. You know, I have no clue. I I have it. I mean, I I have the. <laughs> I would say I have the DVDs, but I don't. I have a digital copy of it on a that I downloaded from a torrent. But anyway, um, it's a uh, it, it's a it, it's a great show. You can probably look on Amazon if you have Prime. Just go on there and hit search. Just type in Homicide Life on the Street. It is a good show. And it's uh, not that it was only a five-season show. I, yeah, I want to check it out. Yeah, so it's not that long of a show. But, I mean, as far as cop shows, I mean, this is one of the one of the OGs, if you will, of cop shows. And uh, yeah. it's, it's definitely up there on my list. Yeah, well uh... – Definitely have to uh, check that out. I just looked on Wikipedia to see if it is on anything, but it doesn't say it doesn't say what it's on. So, uh, so we'll do a little more digging. Uh, all right. So for next week, uh, Eric, do you want to do the show a little earlier next week since you and I have, uh, you know, a engagement um, that yeah. we have to get to later in the night? Yeah. Probably six o'clock. I was going to say either six or six because you're going to be here at the house with me anyway. Uh, yeah, because I have to check. I think I'm done at work at four thirty. About four thirty. Yeah. So, like, we can do the show at like six thirty and technically be done at like seven thirty or eight, and then head off. Uh, Correct. You know, and do and do what we got. I mean, more than likely, I'm leaving that bowling alley in handcuffs anyway because I'm going to beat the shit out of somebody. Uh, Jesus, calm down, man. Uh, it's just a bowling alley. It was just a pinball game. Calm down, dude. <laughs> I'll try to, back. Uh, but, all right, so for next week, we're actually going to do something. It's going to be kind of the return of the settle it in the ring concept. We're going to do the, we're going to do a debate. And, you know, we've talked about on this, we've talked about on the show before, and we've talked about the last episode, uh, how, you know, the ratings, you know, not necessarily war, but the ratings battle for like the sitcoms between uh, CBS and ABC and NBC. So next week we're going to do a battle, a, a sitcom from NBC versus a sitcom from ABC versus a sitcom from CBS. We're going to get uh, people to represent each show, and then, of course, we're going to have our judges. Uh, so hopefully I can get people. Representing ABC will be Growing Pains. Hmm. Representing CBS will be Designing Women. Oh, great show. 
And Fox, you're going to like this. Representing NBC, we're going to do Night Court. Ooh, yeah. About 10 episodes left. I'll be watching it when I get out of here. <laughs> so uh, if you are available next Saturday, we could probably use you as Night Court's uh, representative. I need to double check with the wife because she makes plans on weekends, so I'll ask her and let you know. Cool. Yeah. Oh, no. Always clear it with the wife. Uh, yeah. No shit. <laughs> happy wife, happy life. Oh, we'll think, yeah. Well, <laughs> That's the saying. It's not the truth, but it's the saying. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, a happy wife, you get to keep all your money. Uh, yeah. Actually, that might not even be true either. Uh, happy wife, you think about killing yourself twice. Go ahead. All right, but no. So that's gonna be that's gonna be the show next week. We're gonna get representatives for uh, to debate each show. There's gonna be we'll probably do about uh, four rounds of four questions. Uh, and once I get. Uh, people to agree to do the debate, then I'll let them know what the four rounds are going to be. We'll have a couple of judges. Uh, so that'll be next week. That'll be next Saturday around 6.30 p.m. Eastern time. Fox, where the hell can we find you? Oh, usually on YouTube. You guys can find me Wednesday nights right around 10.15 p.m. Eastern time, Wrestling Outlet. And I'm, uh, eventually I'm going to come back with Hollywood Hangout. Uh, I've been a lazy motherfucker on the weekends, so I apologize. I'll be back with it, though. But uh, definitely Wednesdays, I don't miss that one. So uh, Wednesday nights, you can get us on YouTube Live and any of your usual podcasting download things. Yeah. Uh, to be honest with you, Box, I can't make fun of you for being lazy because usually I work on Saturdays, but today I was just like, well, it's voluntary, but today I was just like, fuck it, I'd rather sleep in. And I still got up at 6 o'clock. Uh, I know that feeling. Like, like my brother and I are just like, you know what, we're going to sleep in, fuck it, you know, we're good. I'm still up at I'm still up at six o'clock, and I'm just like, yeah, I'm and your body just gets used to it, dude. My for some reason, my wife had an alarm set for six this morning. I said, "Why are you getting up at six? I don't know, but we have no our, our baby isn't here. She's at the that granddad, so it was uh, we could go back to sleep for a couple hours, and we did. Well, that's good. Uh, yeah. Uh, so make sure you check out the wrestling, uh, Box on Wrestling Outlet. Uh, and then, of course, you check us out 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time every Friday night for the Unscripted Wrestling Podcast on blogtalkradio.com slash everything unscripted. Uh, and uh, this upcoming Friday night, we're going to be talking the In Your House Degeneration X pay-per-view. Hmm. From December 7th, 1997, your main event was Ken Shamrock and Shawn Michaels. You also had Stone Cold Steve Austin and The Rock for the Intercontinental title, Triple H and Sergeant Slaughter in a boot camp match, uh, Butterbean taking on Mark Merrow, and, mm. of course, a whole bunch of other stuff. So check that out. Or So that'll be Friday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Tomorrow, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, Daniel and Mindy with the Stabcast. I'm going to get in trouble because I forgot what the fuck they were doing. 
Yeah, I can't help you there. I'm, I forgot to. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, I mean, to be honest with you, Eric, it's not really going to affect you because, uh, you know, Mindy hates you anyways. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, It'll be a surprise, uh-huh. folks. Tune in. Oh, because I, I keep forgetting to schedule it. And she, well, to be honest with you, she really doesn't like me either. Uh, but, uh, you know, most sisters really don't like their brothers. Uh, but anyway, so, yeah, so check that out. Uh, <laughs> 3 p.m. Eastern time tomorrow, blogtalkradio.com slash everything unscripted. Uh, Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern time, catch Daniel and Bobby with the web cave. Uh, and I'm really going to be in trouble with Mindy because I remember what the hell the web game guys are doing. They're going to be doing the top uh, comic book relationship. relationship. That would be uh, boyfriend-girlfriend relationships or even just, like, best friends. Uh, so that's going to be Monday at Are we including PM that? Eastern. Huh? I said, are, are we going to be in the top ten? We're not in a comic book, Eric. I mean, we could be. Yeah. Uh, our relationship does not... I'm, I'm just trying to make a joke with. I, I know what joke you were trying to make, but you'll get mad at me if I say it. Uh, but uh, anyway, and then check check out Eric and Clint this week for NFL Hard Hits. They're going to review week 13 Preview week 14. Uh, and then, of course, check out our buddy Sean, Elite Diplodoc on YouTube and Twitch. Box, we want to thank you for being on the uh, on the program again tonight. It's always a pleasure to have you. Oh, thanks for uh, having me. And tonight was number 500. I forgot to mention that. This is? Oh, yeah. You were on our yeah, 500th episode. Wow. Well, wow. What an honor, folks. I appreciate that, gentlemen. We yeah. pre- we appreciate we appreciate having you on. It's always nice to have a buffer uh, with uh, Eric and I, so we don't start arguing too much. Uh, the arguments are fun. Stop it. Yeah, but no. <laughs> so again, uh, Box, it was great to have you. Hopefully, you know your wife approves of you being on next week, so you can uh, prove why Night Court is better than Growing Pains and uh, Designing Women. Yeah, dude. I've never heard I'm, of Designing Women, but calm back. down now. I'm 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 a Designing Women fan. Dixie Carter, Meshack Taylor, Annie what? Potts was a huge. I had a little. I had a little. A, a little crush on Annie Potts. I ain't gonna lie. All right. So I, I'm not gonna lie either. I actually like all three shows. Uh, and a couple months ago, I actually binge watched like ten episodes of Designing Women. Yeah, I uh, could really make a case for for any of those shows. So if I can come yeah. on, I'll definitely let you know. All right, cool. Thank you. All right, no we're problem. gonna sign. Uh, we're gonna sign off because I think in like fifteen minutes we get kicked off anyway. Yep. Uh, yeah. So, all right, take it easy, everybody. Eric, I'll talk to you tomorrow. Box, we'll talk to you soon. All right. Thanks later. again, guys. I appreciate it. See y'all later. Later. Bye. Say hi. Mm-hmm.